0: I want to draw your attention this morning as we are, it sort of got into my spirit Wednesday night when we discussed this. We were talking about some things pertaining to the vision, and what's next and what's happening as we move forward. But I want to read you a couple of scriptures here. Uh, Let's start with 2 Corinthians chapter 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse number 3 says this, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The father of mercies and God of all comfort. Everybody say that with me. The God of all comfort who comforts us in all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort those who are in trouble with the comfort which our cell, which we ourselves are comforted by God. Let's look at a couple other verses here in dealing with that same passage and that same I deal. Let's go to Matthew chapter 5 verse number 4 says this. Blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 says come to me all you labor and heavy laden and I will give you rest. If we would go throughout the scripture we will find numerous times where the Bible refers to God and the comfort that he brings. In fact when Jesus was leaving this earth after he was resurrected, he promised, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will send you the Comforter. And so we know that one huge aspect of walking with God and knowing God and having connection with God is the fact that God is a God of comfort. I don't know if anybody in here can raise their hand and testify. Is there anybody you ever gone through a season where you felt the comfort of God? Amen? That's not just something that is on the pages of Scripture, but that's something that we have witnessed and testified and lived out in our life as God has comforted us. So I want to talk to you today for just a few moments about the comfort zone. Because we know that God... Is was a God of comfort. In fact, Jesus came. And Jesus said, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. So we know that a huge part of what Jesus came to do was to bring comfort. But there's a flip side of comfort. And Jesus also came to do this. Because you see, not only did Jesus come to comfort you, but Jesus also came to get you out of your comfort zone. I've been studying the Gospels now for several months. It seems, as you noticed, through the last number of Sundays, it seems like we have been caught in the Gospels numerous times. And and I have read the Gospels and studied the Gospels on many occasions and studied different aspects of the Gospels. But over the last several months... As I have studied Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John, even though I've studied them before, and I don't think you can ever study them too much. There's no such thing as studying the Bible too much. You can study the same verse for the rest of your life, and every day God will give you something new out of that verse. That's the power of the Word of God. But I've studied the Gospels, and I've studied a lot of the main things. I've looked at the parables, and I've looked at the miracles, and I've seen all the different things. I've preached on them, and probably will preach on them again. But over the last few months, I have looked at and have taken sort of, we talked about a little bit in, in, in this morning's session, about sort of taking a, 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 an elevated view Instead of looking at it from 50 feet, look at it from 100 feet, 150 feet, 250 feet, 1,000 feet, 10,000 feet. And so, as I've studied the Gospels over the last couple months, I've sort of taken like the 10,000 foot approach. Where I haven't really got into verse by verse studying the Gospels. I've really got into looking at sort of what are some of the major themes you find throughout the Gospels. In fact, there are... Numerous times now that if you study this, you will find that there's a lot to be said in how certain stories and parables and miracles are laid out through the gospel. We find this many times. We see this many times. And so I began to study this thing, and I found some interesting things about the gospel. I found that how many times, and and I did this study. I thought it was fascinating, and I haven't completely done it. need to go back and finish it. But I went through and saw how many times jesus interacted with people what were the different interactions he had you know because we know he had interactions with crowds he had had interactions with the religious he had interactions with this person that person and all these interactions numerous interactions throughout his three and a half years of ministry and i found something very unique in that i found that the smaller the group got the more effective the interaction became In fact, I find that some of the most profound things we find in all of the Gospels took place when he was one-on-one. Some of the most quotable things we find, some of the most impactful things we find, John chapter 4, the woman at the well, John chapter 3, Nicodemus, these were things that happened one-on-one. But there's something, Brother Tino, as I began to study the gospel, that began to stick out at me that I begin to realize and see. And maybe you've already seen it before, so I'm late to the party. But we know that Jesus is one who comforts. We see that. But I watched something that took place throughout the Gospels. And I watched and began to look at and begin to mark down and begin to recognize how many times someone had to step outside of their comfort zone. Let's just take, for instance, just a couple of easy ones that we can think of. Let's go to some miracles, some very notable notable miracles, and let's think about some of these miracles. Let's talk about the man by the roadside that was blind. When the Bible says he cried out and said, Jesus, the Son of David, have mercy on me. And they said, shh. Don't say anything. Stay in your comfort zone. Be quiet. But he yelled out, the Bible says, even greater, Jesus. He yelled out even greater. You don't mean to tell me that Jesus already knew his situation, he already knew where he was, he already knew the fact that that man was blind, but yet he was in a comfort zone. Jesus walked up to the man by the pool. This happened in the Gospel of John. Walked up to the man by the pool, and he walks up to the man. He's laying there. The Bible says he's been lame for 38 years. I'm curious. Anybody been dealing with any chronic sickness, pain for over 30 years? I'm being serious. Anybody? 30 years? None? Wow, we're a healthy group. Praise God. Can you imagine dealing with something for 38 years? But even in his situation of physical distress, he had found a comfort zone. And Jesus walks up to him and says, Hey, do you want to be made whole? Do you want to be made whole? Meaning, do you want to stay in your comfort zone? Or do you want to be healed? You see... Comfort zones don't always have to be something with fluffy pillows and nice, wonderful down mattresses that feel so cushiony. Comfort zones are anything that keep me in what I consider to be my normal. Because you know what? As crazy and as some, somewhat of an oxymoron as it sounds, sounds to be is that my pain can become a comfort zone. My problem can become my comfort zone. Meaning I can become so used to the pain and problems in my life that it just becomes my comfort zone. It just becomes what I'm used to. And so it's just who I am. I just learned to deal with it. I learned to adapt with it. I learned to, to, to walk around it. You've heard me use this illustration a thousand times. But it's just something that the Lord gave me years ago. And I've used it and used it again. But if something happened to my arm, it was damaged and became immobile. I'm right-handed, so it would be a pain a little bit because I would be used to using that. But eventually, I would have to adapt. Anybody ever heard of the name Johnny Erickson Tata? Very famous Christian lady who, uh, in fact, she, she was paralyzed diving off. I believe it was a boat into the water. Maybe it was a diving board, but I thought it was a boat. She dove off, didn't realize how shallow it was, hit her head, Became completely paralyzed. She has a tremendous story. Tremendous attitude. But there's pictures and videos of her. I remember as a kid watching this. She learned how to paint with her mouth. Even in her complete paralyzed state. She is paralyzed from the neck down. Nothing below her neck works. But they somehow, I don't know if she had the idea or someone gave her the idea, but she put a paintbrush in her mouth and she learned how to paint. In that situation where she is in that kind of physical condition, she learned to find a new normal. And so even today, those of you that are dealing with pain, and you're dealing with disappointment, and you're dealing with past hurts, and you're dealing with all these situations, you learn to adapt into a comfort zone. And everything revolves around that comfort zone. And so when Jesus shows up, He does comfort you. He does comfort you. He's a God of peace. He does comfort you. But you see, the problem with Jesus, he loves you like you are, but loves you too much to leave you like you are. So what does he try to do? He tries to get you out of your comfort zone. I don't like that. You don't like that. Nobody likes that. It's called a comfort zone for a reason. Because I want to stay there because that's where I'm comfortable. My life stinks, it's full of pain, it's full of hurt, but that's what I'm used to. I want God to come into my comfort zone, but God comes to the edge of my comfort zone and says, Come on, do you want to be healed? Wait a minute. I'm 38 years lame. 38 years here. 38 years dealing with that. Shouldn't you come into my comfort zone? And Jesus stood at the edge of his comfort zone and said, listen, do you really want to be made whole? He said, well, I don't have anybody to pull me in. I've just become comfortable living with the excuse that, you know what, if someone would take their time, but it's the way it is. And Jesus said, no, 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 take up your bed and walk. I imagine that guy looked at Jesus like, hey, genius, if I could do that, I've already done it. But Jesus said, if you don't get out of your comfort zone, let's go back a little bit further. Let's go a little further. In the Gospel of Luke, it tells us about the woman with the issue of blood, right? This woman who had a sickness to the point, she didn't have any more money. She was out of choices. And you know what? Sometimes life forces us out of our comfort zone. And you know what? Sometimes God allows those situations in our lives to kick us out of our comfort zone. Because she was in a comfort zone. But then God comes along. And she, he's, God's walking there. Here goes Jesus walking. And she had to step out of her. It was. Can you. Let's be honest. It would have, it would have been a weird feeling. To have to crawl. And push your way. Through all those people. I, most of us in here today don't really like being the center of attention we don't we don't like to draw our attention especially if we're going through situations and we're in need we don't want to draw attention can you imagine the spectacle that woman must have made i know we all paint our own picture of the stories in the gospel. But the way I see that story, I don't see her saying, excuse me, uh, pardon me, excuse me. Uh, Do you mind if I step? Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't mean to, can I just get by? I don't see her like that at all. I see a woman so desperate, so focused. I imagine she offended some people. Come on, let's be honest. We, We ain't all that spiritual. I've been waiting in line to see Jesus for three hours. And you're going to go push your way up in here and get, girl, you better back up. You know that's what it happened to. <laughs> I mean, she was probably going through the yanking on her. Girl, you can't get in front of me. I've been trying to get to him. I want to touch him first. She's like, no. I don't want to stay in this comfort zone. I want to get to Jesus. You see, the problem is, let me just say this. I, I, I got this yesterday. And I've been waiting to use it because it just made me happy. I'm going to let you be happy with it, okay? What did Jesus ask Peter to do? To Peter to do, get out the comfort zone, get out the ship. Some of you need to get out your ship. You need to get out some fellowship, some relationship, some friendship. See, I I heard, I felt that yesterday. I'm like, oh, come on, somebody. I have an organ app on my phone, a little gospel organ. I like turn that on. Yeah, I'm preaching to myself. Yeah, we need to get out of some ships because those ships are our comfort zone. You need to get out of some ships that are your comfort zone. Some friendships, some relationships, and some fellowships. Because some people around you are keeping you in a comfort zone. And God's saying, I'm asking you to take a step out with me. You don't mean to tell me when Peter said, I'm getting out of my ship. That the other disciples said, what are you doing, man? You can't be doing that. When you try to get out of your ship, there's going to be some people in your fellowship that are going to say, what are you trying to do? You can't do that. But you need to say, you know what? You stay on your ship because I'm about to walk on water with Jesus. There's some people in your relationships that if you don't sever those relationships, you're going to stay in your ship. But you need to look at the relationship and say, you stay in the ship, but I'm getting out of the ship. Ooh, I feel it now. There's some people and some opportunities and some things that you're fellowshipping with. You're fellowshipping With some things that are keeping you in your comfort zone. And you need to get out of the ship that you're fellowshipping with. Some of you are fellowshipping with. some of you are fellowshipping with doubt some of you are fellowshipping with unbelief some of you are fellowshipping with worry some of you are fellowshipping with the ideologies of this world and Jesus is standing on the water saying come on, follow me, step out but in order to step out you're going to have to break some fellowship. there's a reason only one guy got out of the ship You may have to be the only person that gets out of the ship. But if you're ever going to see God do what He wants to do, you're going to have to be willing to lead the ship. I believe in all my heart and spirit. I don't even know why I have notes the last two weeks. I'm serious. It's a complete waste of time. i as well turn this thing off. It's no good. I don't know. God is about to do something... I'm telling you, we've been seeing the fruit of it. We're not talking hypothetical. We've already seen the fruit of it begin to take place. God has already begun to do stuff, not only collectively in Antioch West, but God is starting to do things in lives and hearts of people that are absolutely just amazing to see God at work. But I'm telling you, there's going to be a point in time if we're going to see God do what we believe God's going to do, it's going to have to take some people that are willing to get out of the comfort zone. We're not going to be able to see God do what he wants to do and stay in our comfort zone we're not going to be able to do what we do and say what we say and see God do great things and us stay comfortable with it but God is saying okay Antioch West okay child of God I'll show you things and tell you things and take you places but you're going to have to get out of the comfort zone that's one thing if anybody knows let's just talk straight for just a few minutes here it's just us today But if anybody knows what it means to get out of the comfort zone, it should be Antioch West. My God, you sit on things every week that once, when you leave here, you feel like you're numb in your comfort zone. Thank God, Brother Adam helped me out here. Bought me this pad to stand on because every week I left, my comfort zone was killing me down below because I stood for three hours. Then we come here and God forbid... You're watching, if anybody from the school department is watching this morning, I love you, appreciate all that you do, but my God, it's hot in here. It's not comfortable in here. The chairs aren't comfortable. It's not comfortable having to take up and put, put up and take down every week. That's not comfortable. What is God trying to get across to us? I'm not saying this negative about anything else, but it was easy. For most of us, when we're up on the hill, to crawl in there in our comfort zone. Air-conditioned so nice. It was actually cold. Big old padded seats you could nestle down into. It just felt good. You could just sit there. All, Thank you, Jesus. I don't even want to move. It feels good. And then God has taken us across to this God-forsaken heat box with these chairs that killed me other week. What are you trying to do? Maybe God's trying to say, I want you out your comfort zone. Have you looked around and you see, guess what? We don't have any comfort zone. We've got a school with this beautiful mirror on the back and metal doors in the back. Why? Because it's not supposed to be comfortable. Why? Because when I get out of the comfort zone, that's where the supernatural begins to work. The supernatural doesn't work in the comfort zone. But when I step out of the comfort zone, that's when I begin to fellowship with the supernatural. And I begin to see God do great things, not in the comfort zone, but out of the comfort zone. Look at Scripture. Filled with Scripture. Story after story from Genesis to Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, all the way up to Revelation. Filled with people that God Ask them to get out of their comfort zone. What are you doing? I'm just trying to survive in my comfort zone. God, why are you hiding? I'm trying to survive in my comfort zone. Just try to make enough meal. But you're a mighty man of valor. I'm not a mighty man of valor. I'm in my comfort zone. I like it in my comfort zone. That's why I'm supposed to be. And the angel said to Gideon, "But don't do. You're a mighty man of valor." You can't stay behind there in your comfort zone. But if you're willing to step out of your comfort zone, I'll show you the man you, God's called you to be. And guess what God did? God gave him an army. Big old army. It wasn't the biggest in the world, but it was pretty big. God said, okay. Feel comfortable, Gideon? Yeah, God, I'm good now. Let's take a little test. (laughs) Take all your little army fellas down there and have them drink out of the water and tell me what they do. And say, anybody that drinks like this, they can leave. Everyone that drinks like that, they can stay. And Gideon's there and say, okay, fellas, start drinking. He's going, one. Oh, thank God there's two. 300. And God says, okay, I want you to uh, go after the Midianites. Oh, they only have about 100,000. I got 300. There's nothing comfortable about that. But we find the greatest victories and the greatest supernatural things happen outside of the comfort zone. You can't, I know who he was. We preached about it last week. I know we've all talked about how great he was. But you can't tell me that when David stood on that field that day with five rocks and a sling, that he wasn't out of his comfort zone a little bit. He's thinking, you know what, God, you can do it, but if you don't, I better run fast. Comfort zone. What's your comfort zone today? What have you allowed to be your comfort zone today? What's keeping you where you are today? What's keeping you to where you are? What is keeping you stuck where you are? What's your comfort zone? Well, you know... This or that. You know what? But you know what? Pain. Problems. Difficulties. Can become a comfort zone. What's your comfort zone today? Because I'm telling you. You know what God's doing? God's saying. Is there anybody that's willing? I guarantee you. Just forget they're here for five minutes. Just you and me. I bet you. Being a small group leader. I know you're an Owens. Owens is... They can talk to anybody. I need some of that in me. But I bet you being a small group leader is out of your comfort zone. I bet you sitting there some Sundays, there's a little voice saying, what are you doing? I bet you when Brother uh, Brother Tina always looked at you and said, Angie, God wants you to take a, you're like, "Uh uh-uh, no, no, no. I'll come to the group, but I don't want to be, no, that's out of my comfort zone. Must have been out of the comfort zone, right? But you know what? God said, you know what? If you step out of the comfort zone, I'll show you some things. And as you stepped out of the comfort zone, God's showing things. God's trying to prick some people. God's trying to talk to some people. God's trying to get some people. Your comfort zone is great. But if you step out of the comfort zone. Step out of the comfort zone. It's easy in the comfort zone. That's what I'm used to. But God said, you know what? If you step out of the comfort zone, just take a step. I'm not asking you to run a marathon, but just take a step. If you would take a step out of the comfort zone, I'll show you supernatural things you can't see in the comfort zone. You see, what was the first thing we find numerous places? Especially we find in Peter and other places. First thing you've got to conquer to get out of your comfort zone, you've got to conquer fear. Fear the what if. What happens if I if I get out of the comfort zone? What, 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 what if? Fear. Because in the comfort zone, I don't have to face my fear. But out of the comfort zone, I'm faced with fear. But here's the thing. We find this in the story of Peter. I preached on it several months ago, but I go back to it again. What do we find in Peter? When I get out of the comfort zone, what's the most important thing I've got to do when I'm out of the comfort zone? I've got to keep my eyes on Jesus. You know, it's something beautiful. I saw, I was rereading the story again, and I'm, I've seen it before, but just somehow just connected in a different way. I found that when Peter stepped out of the wall, out of the boat and got out of the ship, out of his fellowship, relationship, Friendship. He got out of the boat. The Bible does not say that the waves ceased. The Bible doesn't say that everything became calm. Everything remained the same. But he started walking above it. On the boat... The boat was connected to the storm. So he felt every single roll, every single wave. Have you ever been on a boat in a storm? I mean, seriously, it is not a fun thing. I don't care if it's a little boat, big boat. Years ago, I'll never forget this. I've told this story before, but it's just one of those moments where you just thank God you made it through. My father, the admiral, (laughs) we rented a boat down. uh, We went on vacation and rented a boat. And we decided it was on an island, it was a family vacation, and uh, we, went, we were going to go around the island. And so like every island has a, a, a leeward side, which is very calm, and a windy side that has all the wind. And so the prevailing wind causes a lot of chop in the other side. So we decided, let's go around the windy side. Well, my wife and I were newly married. In fact, I don't even think we were married a year at the time. We were newly married. My brother was with us, and he had his four small children. And Nathaniel, his youngest, I don't know how old was Nathaniel, okay, a couple years old at the time. It was the six months. I just remember he just they tried to put a life jacket on him. You couldn't even see it. It was just, they were small. And we got around there, and the wind had picked up, and the waves were contrary to us in a biblical way. And we're on a boat, I don't know how big the boat is, I'm terrible with distances, but maybe it's about a 20-foot boat. And I'm telling you, the waves and the storm were tossing that boat to the point. I just remember uh, my sister-in-law had all her kids huddled down in the front of that boat, holding on, and we are just, wow, wow, wow. I mean, the boat's like leaving the water, and I'm thinking, if we get through this, it is Jesus and only Jesus, Because as long as I was in the boat, I was connected to the storm and I was at the mercy of the storm while I was in my comfort zone. You see, the problem is what is what is mistake, what is deceiving about the comfort zone is the comfort zone is actually attached to whatever's going on around it. It's not even a comfort zone. Because the comfort zone is connected to anything going on around it. Because if you're in the boat, every wave you feel, every toss you feel, every wind you feel. But when Peter got out onto the water, guess what? He left the comfort zone and got to walk above the storm. As long as he kept his eye on Jesus. The moment he took his eye on Jesus, we find that he fell and sank. What am I trying to say today? What is the Holy Ghost trying to say? I'm trying to say this, that God has got things for us that we can't even imagine. There are things that God wants to do in your life, through your life, and for your life that you can't even fathom right now. But I'm telling you this, the Holy Ghost, it cannot happen if you stay in your comfort zone. God, I'll do it! But it's got to happen in my comfort zone. God, I'll, 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 I'll step out. God, I'll be healed, but as long as you do it in my comfort zone. God, I'll be delivered in my comfort zone. You've got to be willing to get out of your comfort zone. But you know what? The scripture declares to us some verses that help us get out of our comfort zone. Come here, man. I want you to read this for me. Yeah, you're going to read it. And I want you to read it like, don't, don't just read it with, don't just mumble it. Come on, read it with some faith. You're going to read this first one, Joshua one nine, because we're going to declare here at the end some scripture. That scripture says to me what is guaranteed if I'm willing to step out of my comfort zone. So you're declaring some faith, okay? So don't you got to got to get it? Come on, don't don't be reading it, sir. All right. Oh, it's no pressure. Come on, Jesus, is gonna. Come so on. Why don't you read this right right here, Joshua one nine? Ready? Come on, speak it. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you are. You ready? Come on, you going to read it for me? Come on, you going to read it, because you're just speaking it, you're proclaiming it, right? We're not proclaiming, blabbing it. This is the word, folks. We have the right to speak the word and proclaim the word, and God will back up his word. You ready? Come on, Ivy, stand up, sister. Come on, speak that. Come on, right here. Have I not commanded you? Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Come on, John. I just, come on, come on, John. Speak it for me. Come on, speak it, man. Speak it. Joshua 1, 9, right there. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. All right, come on. 2 Timothy. Come on. 2 Timothy 1.7. Come on. Come on. Read it. 2 Timothy 1.7. Read this for me. Read it. Come on. Read it with some it's faith. Right no, right here. This here. For God is... For, for God right here. For God has given us... For God gave us His spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Come on. Read that again. I like it. I like it. She gonna take us to the island, man. Come on, I like it. Come on, I like it. Come on, say it again. For God gave us For God gave us his spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. All right, all right, all right. Come on, Brother Eric, stand up. Come on, right there. Philippians 4 13. Speak it with faith. Come on, right there, right? right there. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Come on, what does this mean? These are guarantees that if I get out of the comfort zone, I'm not getting out on my own. But you see, the problem was, when Peter got out of the boat, he wasn't walking on water. What was Peter walking on? There was something else he was walking on too. The word, here, here, thank you. When Peter got out, he wasn't just walking on faith, he was walking on the Word, because the Word made flesh said, Oh, when he got out He was walking on the word So when I get out of my comfort zone I'm not just walking in my own strength I'm walking in the fact that the Bible says I have not commanded you But be strong and courageous Do not be frightened Do not be dismayed For the Lord God is with you Wherever you go Step one. Step two. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love. Step two. I'm walking on the word. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I'm walking on the word. John 15, 16. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go. Go. Get out of the boat. Get out of the ship. I have chosen you. Say, God chose me. I have chosen you and appointed you to get out of the comfort zone that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide so whatever you ask the Father in my name He will give it unto you. You know why God's unanswering your prayer? He just said it right there. Because you're answering, asking prayer from the comfort zone. <laughs> comfort zone prayers are only about you. But when you get out of the comfort zone, comfort zone, out of the comfort zone, your prayer changes. In the comfort zone, prayers about God make me more comfortable. But out of the comfort zone, your prayer changes. So I can tell by the, what you pray about, whether or not you're in your comfort zone. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jeremiah 29 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declared God. Plans for welfare, not for evil, to give you a future of hope. That you will call upon me and pray and come to me. And I will hear you. You will seek me and find me. When? I love this verse. It's one of my favorite verses now. You will seek me and find me when you seek with me with all of your heart. You know what this heart business is about? This heart business is about getting you out of your comfort zone. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. Out of the comfort zone. What is God trying to say? God's trying to get somebody to step out of the comfort zone. Because if you would be willing to step out of your comfort zone. You're going to see God do some things you can't see in your comfort zone. i got to be honest with you, stand with me and I give, give you some faith. I, I've in some ways, as, I be, as, I've, as I've been preaching now for, oh gosh, almost 24 years, preaching as a full-time profession, almost 20. One of the things I've learned to do in preaching for that long a time is I've learned to fake it in some ways. Not because I'm faking it from the standpoint you think of. But you know what? When God speaks sometimes, and you step out of the comfort zone, Brother Bickley, and you're holding this microphone, the back of your head is telling you, what are you doing? And i got to be honest with you, Sister Alders. When I was younger, I would get caught in midair. Because I'd step out because God would say it. But then I'd let that voice get a hold of me. And I would get stuck in midair. And so God would give me direction and I would step out. But I would let my own doubt cause me to sink. You know what? I stand here sometimes, I'll be totally transparent with you. My wife can testify to this if you don't believe me. Last year was one of the last fall was one of the most difficult times of my entire spiritual journey. God gave us clear direction, but I got to be honest with you. When I stood up here and told you where God was taking us and what we were going to do and it was sort of way off the left field, there were times I walked home and I'm in the middle of my house and I'm thinking, "What have I done?" What are we do- Oh my I, this thing is You've just destroyed this whole thing. But when I would bring those thoughts into captivity, and I realized this is a God thing. God's getting us out of our comfort zone. It wasn't me. It wasn't, and when I, would give, when I would not give that voice room in my life, faith would rise again. And I'd say, you know what? God's going to do this thing. This is a God thing. See, to get out of your comfort zone, you're going to have to face that voice in your head. That voice that says, don't do it. It's not worth it. No, stay here. No, 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 no. It's okay. Stay, stay. Be comfortable. It's okay. I got, here, I finished with this. Ready? Here. Let me pull, give me just a second here. I wrote down a couple of questions and I finished with this. There are six steps to stagnation. Here are the six steps to stagnation. I've never done it that way before. Number two, I'm not ready. Number three, I'm doing all right now. Number four, I tried that once and it didn't work. Number five, that's not my responsibility. And number six, it costs too much. Those are things that keep me in your comfort zone. But here's the question I ask you. If you had been in the boat with the disciples when they saw someone walking on the water, what would you have said? Number two, what was Jesus' tone and his voice when he said, you have little faith, why do you doubt? And why did Jesus invite Peter to come if he knew he'd sink? Listen to this real quick. I'm, I'm trying to finish, but just make one more point. I wrote this down. In Matthew, Peter is mentioned in 24 verses. In 11 of those, he's saying or doing the wrong thing. In Mark, 11 out of the 20 verses, Peter's mentioned he's doing the wrong thing or saying the wrong thing. In Luke, 7 out of the 18 verses, he's doing or saying the wrong thing. And in John, 10 of the 19 verses, he's saying or doing the wrong thing. You know what that means? That guy, less than 50% of the time, got it right. 50% of the time, he got it right. But why did Jesus... Say, Peter, come walking. Your performance doesn't bother God. 50% of the time that guy did or said, I mean, come on, let's be honest. It was him where Jesus looked at him straight in the eye and said, Get thee behind me, Satan. But you know what? It was Peter that finally stepped out of the comfort zone and said, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Why? Because you know why? He'd already got out of the comfort zone in the boat. What's your comfort zone today and what is God calling you to get out of? If you would be willing to step out of that comfort zone, step out of that ship, that fellowship, that friendship, that relationship, that's your comfort zone, you'll be able to see things and God's going to do things through you that he can't do if you stay in your comfort zone. Father, I know you have ordained this body of people. We're not perfect. We're flawed in so many ways. But God, you've ordained us. You have called us. You have placed us here in Crofton Middle School. God, for most of us, we would have never imagined this is where we would end up at this moment, at this juncture, at this place. But God, you have ordained this moment. Because you're calling and looking for a group of people. You're looking for individuals that are willing to step out of the comfort zone and walk with you that they can see what you've called them to do and become. God, I'm praying that in this today that faith would be released in your people that we would not be bound any longer by our comfort zone but through the power and the anointing of your spirit that you would call us out of our comfort zone that we can see you do what you've called and you've promised that you are going to do but you cannot do that if we're willing to stay in our comfort zone. So God, if you've got to remove the walls of a church remove the walls of a church. If you've got to get us into homes in the community, get us into the homes of community whatever it takes God, don't leave us in our comfort zone God I pray this today, let your people be released from the spirit of apathy of the comfort zone and let them be propelled in faith in the name of Jesus Christ, we speak these things in Jesus name let's just thank the Lord right now, can we do that come on, can we thank him God is good